Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 16, looking at verses 20 and 21, read from the New King James Version. Samson is in a, um, an, a state of being out of fellowship with God. His presence has been, God's presence has been withdrawn from him, but uh, only, I guess, to get Samson's attention because God does hear Samson's prayer, and we're going to find that out later on. But let's listen to verses 21 and 22. Then the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza. They bound him with bronze fetters, and he became a grinder in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaven. Again, that's Judges chapter 16, verses 21 and 22. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. That again was Judges, chapter 16, verses 21 and 22, read from the New King James Version. Samson has been seized. His hair has been chopped off. God's uh, presence has left him, and he is now in the hands of the Philistines. And what I'm sharing, the only commentary I'm using is Matthew Henry. The Philistines took him when God had departed from him. And then Matthew Henry reminds us that those that have thrown themselves out of God's protection because uh, become an easy prey to their enemies. If we sleep in the lap of our lusts, we shall certainly wake in the hands of the Philistines. And that is something to think about. Sometimes we let earthly things just consume us. And when we allow our earthly lusts, to consume us, we will wake up in the hands of the Philistines. It is probable they had promised Delilah not to kill him, but they took an effectual course to disable him. The first thing they did when they had him in their hands and found they could manage him was to put out his eyes by applying fire to them. And that's what the uh, Arabic version says. They considered that his eyes would never come again as perhaps his hair might, and that the strongest arms could do little without eyes to guide. Therefore, if they blind him, he will be blind forever. His eyes were the inlets of his sin. He saw the harlot at Gaza and went into her, and now his punishment began there. I hadn't thought about that until just this moment. It started in Gaza, and that's where they take him for punishment. Now Now that the Philistines had blinded him, 
he had time to remember how his own lust had blinded him, blinded him to his Nazarite vow. He probably kept some of it, but uh, intermingling was definitely a no-no, and that's what he did. And it doesn't say he and Delilah were married, so he was also living um, in a, a, a way that was definitely out of God's will. The best per, uh, preservation of the eye is to turn away from beholding vanity, turn away from sin. They brought him down to Gaza that there he might appear in the weakness where he had lately given such proofs of his strength. They bound him with fetters of brass uh, who had been before held in the cords of his own iniquity. And uh, they made him grind in the prison to work for profit or for punishment. Doesn't know. The, uh, the scripture doesn't say. But more than likely for both. The devil does uh, this to sinners. He blinds the minds of those who believe not and enslaves them and secures them in his interest. Poor Samson. He's fallen. And we do have to think about it. God uh, allowed... Everything we, um, the scripture says that this is all in God's plan. He allowed Samson to, I guess, be a thorn in the side of the Philistines, and now they think they've defeated him. But remember, God has a plan for all of this. The crown has fallen from his head and worn to him, uh, for he, for he hath sinned. And then Matthew Henry says. His hair began to grow again as when he was shaven. And it probably was as thick and long as it was before, you know, when it was cut off. It is probable that uh, as they were giving thanks to Dagon, they didn't even think about Samson's hair and that it had grown. They didn't even notice it because they were so uh, uh, pleased with themselves that they were able, able to capture him. But God's favor came up on him again. We're going to find that out. For the growth of his hair was neither the cause nor the sign of the return of his strength, farther uh, as it was a badge of his consecration to God. God uh, loves Samson as he loves us, even when we are filthy rags. The scripture says that even when we think we're clean, we're filthy rags in the sight of God because no one's pure but Christ. It is strange that the Philistines uh, didn't notice again, the growth of his hair, and didn't cut it off. But perhaps they were willing, uh, his strength should, they didn't think his strength would return to him. They probably didn't even believe that the hair was the source of his strength. Otherwise, I don't think they would have just let Samson's hair continue to grow. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we do every time we study your word. Thank you for insights. Thank you for um, showing us what your will is for our lives through even pictures of your saints that, again, uh, warts and all, you show us everything. You don't hide anything from us. We thank you, God, that sometimes we do sleep in the lap of our lusts. It could be for money. It could be a physical lust. It could be for someone else's uh, covetousness. It could be anything that, you know, replaces our love for you. And God, we pray 
that we don't wake up in the hands of the Philistines because of our own lust. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. We thank you that just as you return to Samson, you will return to us when we return to you. And we're going to find out later that Samson does repent and he asks for you to return to him. And Father, we pray that too. When we have strayed, when we've wandered far from you, God, when we say we're coming home, you're there with your arms wide open waiting for us. And we thank you for that picture, Father. We're praying for, I'm praying for uh, my, me and my husband as we get ready to travel to Pensacola to uh, visit with his sister. Praying for those who need you in other special ways. You know what all the needs are because you are God and you are good. And we're thanking you, God. Thanking you for your love, for your mercy, for your care. In the name of Jesus. And God, as we thank you, we praise you for your uh, son. Praise you for your Holy Spirit. Praise you for angel protection. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.